0: What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and today we have a very special magic card that we are overthinking, and that is Balduvian Warlord, and this one is a huge shout-out to YouTube user Angry Jellyfish, the official fact-checker of the Overthinking MTG podcast, who requested this one in a recent YouTube comment, so I thought, hey, let's get into it. Now, this one is an interesting card. When I first looked at it, I kind of chuckled a little bit, I'm going to be honest, because there are a few cards that I look at and just think, this is weird, and this is one of them. So Balduv... well, it's here's the thing. This card is weird, but it shouldn't be. Like it, it it's an incredibly simple effect that it's trying to go for, but it does it in the most convoluted, weird way. So let's get into it. Balduvian Warlord is a 3-2 human barbarian for three and a red. So not a not a wonderful stat line. Um, but it has the ability tap strap in. Actually, if you guys want to go get some snacks, this is going to be a long one. Remove target blocking creature from combat. Creatures it blocked that no other creature blocked this combat become unblocked. Then it blocks an attacking creature of your choice. Play this ability only during the declare blockers step. So you know what this does? tap reassign target blocker that's all it's doing what it's doing is it's taking one creature that your opponent chose to block with and it's taking them off of the creature that they blocked and putting them onto another one of your choice so if you have multiple creatures swinging in balduvian warlord at the very least it really forces your opponent to rethink any kind of block so i feel like the the simple version of this card like this card should be very straightforward and very simple and it I would imagine, once you've explained it, and once you've played with it a little while, and once your opponent knows how it works, it's actually not too bad. And I'm sure it plays very smooth and very, um, very elegantly, but the text is just so awkward. And what the text really does is it highlights just how granular the magic rules are. I mean, so let's break it down a little bit. So, you tap, you remove target blocking creature from combat. Okay, so we already have one layer. The creature is either in combat or not in combat. That is a state that a creature can be in. Okay, we need to acknowledge that. Things can be in combat or out of combat. Okay, then what else we have? Creature it blocked that no other creature blocked becomes unblocked okay so this the state of blocked versus unblocked that's another one that we need to account for and that's relevant because if a creature became un... that's relevant here because a creature cannot become unblocked if they are blocked by at least one creature now balduvian warlord only removes one of them so if your opponent blocked with multiple creatures it doesn't become unblocked because there's still one creature blocking it logically that makes a lot of sense that's very intuitive but again, we need to call it out because there's a rule for blocked versus unblocked. That is a state of being as far as magic is concerned. Um, that's a state that a creature can be in. So that's a really... Uh, okay, so already. And then um, then it blocks an attacking creature of your choice. Oh, so attacking. That's another one. A state a creature can be attacking or not attacking. These are all very intuitive uh truths that as the player you just sort of accept but as far as the game is concerned there have to be all these different levels and I'm sure you're wondering casual players don't care about this stuff oh and then you can only sorry I'm even getting ahead of myself here play this ability only during the declare blockers step there's only there's one very specific step within combat that you that is relevant here as well the level of granularity you have to get into to do something as simple as tap reassign target blocker is just mind blowing. And I heard it described once really, really well. I'm trying to remember. I wish I could. I wish I remembered the source of this quote, but um, I heard it on a podcast once that the magic rules are incredibly complex, so that it all ha- takes place in the background, so that in the end, the card does what you think it does. Like, that's ultimately what 99% of the rules are there for. And if you're curious, like, the Magic Rule Book, I haven't read through it myself, but, I mean, I don't have that kind of time, and I don't think anybody who isn't, like, doing it for their job or as a very intense hobby, I don't know how... I'll probably read through it one of these days, let's be honest. But it's, like, it's hundreds of pages of documents on just how the game is played and how different interactions occur because there are big-money tournaments that take place and when there is a ton of money on the line there needs to be a right and a wrong answer there needs to be one person who is clearly in the right and one person who is clearly in the wrong so that or one person for whom this particular interaction is favorable and there needs to be a clear black and white answer because if there isn't and it comes down to a judge making a call then all of a sudden like the rules are there to safeguard the judges because if at any given point the rules are not clear enough and there is notable damages caused by a loss, you know, if somebody is, loses a significant amount of money on a tournament because they weren't able to get into the top eight or whatever because of a judge call that is not backed up in the rules that were established prior to that tournament, then there actually could be. I don't know. I don't. I'm no lawyer, but that sounds to me like a sticky situation that Wizards of the Coast definitely does not want to be in. Um, and so, as a result, they've written a ton of different rules. And Balduvian Warlord just so happens to have a unique effect that interacts with those rules in kind of a unique way that isn't as intuitive as it sounds. Because if it just said reassign target. If, if it just said reassign target blocker, I would assume as the player that that meant that I would be able to take it and choose to not block anything with it, you know, but that's not an option. It does need to be blocking an attacker of some kind. Now, I get to decide it, obviously, but there, it does need to still be blocking in combat, uh, yeah, and the fact that it removes it from combat and then brings it back into combat seems awkward to me. I don't understand why it needs to be removed from combat uh, in order to no longer be a blocker. But I have no doubt within the within all the pages of rules, there is an explanation, there is a rule that forces that to be necessary. Yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing stuff. So if you are a certified magic judge, hats off to you for understanding this game at a level that even really entrenched folks like myself aren't quite at. I salute you. Um, This is, and one of these days I'm probably going to end up studying to become a judge because that sounds like a really fascinating, um, a fascinating next step with the game. So thank you, Angry Jellyfish, for bringing this to my attention and getting these thoughts worrying. But in the end, Remove target blocking creature from combat. Creatures it blocked that no other creature blocked this combat become unblocked. Then it blocks an attacking creature of your choice. Play this ability only during the declare blocker step. It's so awkward. It's so awkward and I love it. Like, just reading it out loud again. Mmm. Mmm. I love the mouthfeel of these rules. It just, mm, This ability, it just, it's, it's fun to say. Actually, I feel like we need to do it one more time, but this time, I'm thinking a dramatic reading is in order. Remove target-blocking creature from combat. Creatures it blocked that no other creature blocked this combat become unblocked. Then it blocks an attacking creature of your choice. Play this ability only during the declare-blocker's step. And scene. All right, that felt really good. I'm not going to lie. All right, thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. I appreciate you. Um, Yeah, and uh, you can catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash hamhocks42. And don't forget, you are a good person, and you deserve to be happy.